two peas on a pod. It's a podcast about movies and other stuff. Two peas on a pod brought to you live from two Mississippi movie buffs. Two peas on a pod exploring films so you can get all the details. Two peas on a pod. Here come your hosts, Jason and Dale. Four film favorites, DVD release that came with uh, Demolition Man, a specialist, and Over the Top. Oh, okay. I think it's that. Yeah, it is. I haven't watched the specialist yet. Or just just the other three alone. Like, um, I'm trying to think, they just released on Blu-ray, Tingle of Cash, Over the Top, and, and maybe Demolition Man, those three. Which really? is, they, they rarely do that, you know. It's usually like two good ones and a shit, a shitty yeah. one, you know. Uh, mm. But somebody, somebody did good on that one. Somebody fucked up. Yeah, they fucked up. Somebody's gonna, you know, hands are gonna roll over there. It's usually like, uh, be like Tango and Cash, Cobra, and like, uh, you know, Who Framed Roger Rabbit or some shit. <laughs> Something has nothing to do with those. Ah, uh, man. Or, or uh, stop it. I'm almost to you. What did I want? That that one actually would be a good one to do. Uh, yeah, it would be. I like, yeah, especially since Stallone absolutely hates it. Does he? Yeah, he's, he's got a record saying that's the worst thing he's done. Man, is this an Oscar? Yeah, exactly. He needs uh, to watch you know, I've only seen parts of that. Dude, he did Rhinestone? Jesus, he's done a ton of awful shit. Do I what? I said I actually like this movie. Oh, this one? Yeah, yeah, this one's yeah. great. The story behind it's really interesting, too. It is. Oh, man, I heard, like, he fired so many people, like, during the making of the film. It was, like, four different people credited for directing or some shit or cinematography, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, he fired somebody because they weren't lighting him correctly. Yeah. It's a long way from uh, a struggling, quote-unquote, artist trying to make Rocky. Yeah. Or Italian Stallion or whatever the hell that was. Yeah. Or when he just takes to the bud for an hour and a half. <laughs> that's that's what this movie should have been. It should have been they go to prison. First of all, they they sit on trial for like two years. You know. <laughs> yeah. And then they just go straight to fucking getting raped, like just for another hour and a half. <sighs> By Robert Zadar. Yeah. Zadar is just hogging him out. <laughs> hey, what, so you hey. just have like, uh, yeah, yeah, he's just got those wild eyes and Stone's balls are like all over his chin and shit. And uh, Stone's making that snarl because he doesn't want to like it, but he loves yeah. it. Yeah. He's screaming Adrian the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! I uh, um, I I got that Invaders of Mars in today, Blu-ray. So, yeah, dude, you gotta let me know how that is. You ordered it off Amazon? Yeah, it 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 came out today too, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I've heard that they they'll do stuff like that. You know, they'll they'll uh, get stuff out the day of release, and sometimes the day before. But I don't remember them being that good about it, but. Yeah, they were right on time today. That's cool. Fucking UPS guy scared the shit out of me. Oh, one day. I was I was getting the, the trash ready to bring out this morning. He, like, walks up behind me. He's like, hey. I'm like, oh, shit. 
Like, I'm screaming, I'm screaming, oh, shit. Like, that's my go-to when I get scared. I'm just like, ah! And I don't know. He's like, it's because I'm black, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, uh, not necessarily. But, uh, dude, if somebody sneaks up behind you, and you're not expecting him. It doesn't matter who they are. Uh, it could be your grandmother, you know. No, I know. It's still, it, that would probably creep you out if you're not expecting her, you know, yeah. or anything else. Oh, it happens to me all the time. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if you heard, but they, uh, Screen Factory announced the Sentinel for a Blu-ray release. I did see a little something about that. So, that that would look really good on Blu-ray, too. I'm looking forward to that transfer. I may not buy it, because I don't want to pay, like, 20 bucks or something. I have, like, three copies of. Yeah, but, yeah, I know. I mean, and you know their shit never goes down in price unless they have some crazy sale. Yeah, I think, uh, like, Shout themselves will have sales. Yeah. But, you know, they're, they're really, you know, great. You just have to kind of hope Amazon will have a few on sale. Like, you know, they've they've had some on sale for like eight bucks. Yeah, for quite a while, which I haven't picked them up like I should have. But, you know, whatever. Um, I uh, I'm hoping once I get a job, I can start getting some of those Screen Factory releases, because I'm going to build up a collection of, of you know, high definition, uh, cool movies. Yeah. B-grade trash. I mean, I do a good job with everything, but it's just the price point that gets me. You know, I stuff you'd easily jump on for, you know, a $10 Blu-ray, but, you know, you can't be dropping $25 on it. It's almost like the only way I can justify it is to look at it like a, uh, almost like a criterion for, uh, yeah. For, for people who like, you know, fringe movies or whatever. Um, I think that's what they're doing. Because of the for. special features and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if it's criteria, it's not going to put invaders for Mars on there. They're just yeah. not going to do it. Yeah. Uh, they'll do, you know, Armageddon or The Rock, but they won't do that. Yeah. Um, they'll do every fucking... Uh Oh, what's his name? Uh, Wes Anderson movie that comes out. Be like yeah. Bill Bill Murray, fart, you know, farts in a mayonnaise jar for a half hour, and that's getting the Criterion treat. <laughs> hey, I've watched that. Yeah, I would. And in, in 1080p only, though. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the audio, you know, Dolby surround. I want to hear every every clap <laughs> of his butt cheeks. <laughs> Man, uh, yeah, I wanted to go order some stuff from their website just to kind of, you know, support them a little bit more. But, like, I don't know if you've heard of the film uh, From a Whisper to a Scream. Yeah, probably yeah one of Vince Surprise's mm-hmm. last movies. Um, mm-hmm. that, they're releasing that. It's... It, may come out next week it's sometime soon and somebody was telling me that you could go to their website you get a uh some limited edition like card or some shit with, you know if you order it from their website and i was like oh cool i'll go check it out but like i went there and like amazon had it for like three bucks cheaper with free shipping and i'd have to pay the you know probably another five bucks to get the fucking thing shipped to me from their website so i just i, I can't afford to do it man yeah like two day, two day shipping, you know, and it's it's like cheaper already out of the gate. So I don't know. It'd be like standard shipping, and it would take a week to get here or longer. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it just comes down to that, you know, that you just need to get a few more incentives. Yeah, Prime has made me like a a bitch on shipping because it's yeah. free. Two day, man. You know, I can't. I can't help it. Oh, I know. 
Or not free, oh, but not included in your membership or whatever. Was it a hundred? It's worth it, man. If you buy a lot of stuff, it's that hundred bucks a month. Or oh man! But uh, yeah, a year is well worth it. I order uh, all especially stuff. you know going to school, you know. Yeah. And I, mean, uh, I order yeah, like the cool like poetry and shit on there, like toothpaste, you know. But you order one, like toothpaste and stuff. Like, oh, just like random, random, you know, random articles. Just to get toothpaste there in two days? Well, I mean, it saves me a trip to the stores, you know, plus I hate shopping in general. I want, I know. Um, yeah, um, the, the cool thing is, you know, if you're a student uh, and you put in your student ID through Amazon, uh, you get half off. That's all. Awesome. So it's like, well, now it's 50 bucks a year. That's up to four years, so I think this is my last one. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it was really cool. You know, if you need to get books from school and you don't want to buy, you know, $150, $200 books straight from the bookstore, you'd rather buy them oh. used through Amazon. You get them there in two days. Oh, man, yeah, that shit's uh, way too high. It's it's ridiculous, and I, you know, I know when you get scholarships and stuff, you have to get it. You have to buy them through the bookstore, which is bullshit to me. You know, just give the kid the money, uh, and and let them buy them the cheapest way they can, so they can use the rest of it on booze and weed or whatever the cocaine or whatever the hell yeah. else I got. Get. Oh yeah, you need that shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize you had to buy your books through the through the bookstore, the school bookstore. Uh, from from what I could tell, if you have scholarships or, or I don't think it's loans. I think it's it's like certain if, if you get some sort of assistance, yeah, you, you kind of have to do that. Um, but you know, if I'm able to get a book used for you know ten bucks and it's over a hundred dollars new at the uh, it's the same fucking thing to the bookstore. And I'm talking right. a small book, man, maybe like half an inch thick, which is, yeah. I refuse to buy that one for a hundred dollars. Just so, you know, general principle. That's, that's stupid. Yeah. Um, if, if you're going to make me pay a hundred bucks for a book, give me a gigantic fucking textbook. <laughs> maybe feel like, I'm, you know, someone got what I paid for. I don't know. I don't. I don't think we'll like another five years. We probably won't have books anymore. I mean, as far as school shit goes, I mean, it'll, it'll all I be think, like a you know a PDF file or something. What the fuck is that? Oh, um, oh, um, I'm sorry. I'm kind of out of it tonight, dude. Uh, uh yeah, I went back by that that store. They have the DVDs for a nickel now. <laughs> God damn, dude. You and, can't, you can't uh, it. So you, like, bought everything. Dude, I've been buying a lot. I, I bought, <laughs> like, you know, I, I couldn't help it. You know, I I got shit I would never have bought before, ever. Yeah. But I bought something called Tumahara Kalu, which is some Indian movie. I can't wait to watch. <laughs> Five cents. Yeah, yeah, it's worth it for that. There's another Indian movie, Rock One or some shit, uh, from Shimaru Entertainment. Man, that's going to be some good stuff. No doubt. Um, but, I mean, they still have stuff like Last Tango in Paris. Uh, I picked that up. Uh, they had My Left Foot for a nickel. <laughs> Not uh, crazy I almost that. got it. I've, I've seen it, but it's depressing. I'm not going to... Yeah. I have no reason to buy it again. But one thing I found is uh, some weird thing called Story of a Cloistered Nun from 1973. And huh. I looked it up on uh, Amazon. It's apparently just about a nun. I guess it. it's a lot of fucking going on in this movie. <laughs> oh, okay. And I was surprised it was in there. So uh, I picked it up for a nickel. 
Is it a poem? I don't. It said it's not rated. Oh, huh. you can look it up and see the pictures from it. You know, when I saw the pictures, I was like, "Well, you know, seventies Bush. I guess I'll go for him." <laughs> yeah. Some of that non exploitation movies. Yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't have any, but that's my first one. There's a lot out there. Oh, I know, man. You know, a lot of that stuff was as soon as you know the uh, ratings code censorship relaxed, people yeah. just start going nuts on that. Yeah. Also found a uh, pack of. Um, Serial killer documentaries. Oh, awesome! Um, I found it online, so I can watch it. It's all television stuff. It's it's a mixture of you know the biography channels uh, or A and E's biography yeah. on, on serial killers, uh, and uh, some British show on serial killers. Which, from what I can tell so far, is exclusively on British serial killers. But it's yeah. interesting because, you know, like, biography, as far as I know, never did a, an episode on Fred and Rosemary West. And they're, they're a couple of the most fucked up ones that I've heard of. I think but, I've seen uh, some movies based on them. Oh, I'm sure they, were they like, made one. They would, like, keep kids. Uh, they would, like, kidnap kids and keep them, like, and torture them and shit. I, they were really doing that with with young girls, like women, young okay. women, and uh, they're just raping them and just fucking with them until they finally kill them. Uh, and Fred even killed his own daughter. Wow. Uh, he's, he was. Uh, uh, they're both pieces of shit. I, it's hard to even go into what they did, but well, Fred committed suicide in prison, which is a shame because, you know, he should have been skinned alive. And uh, Rosemary is still alive from what I know, but she's a cunt. She won't admit to doing anything. <clears throat> she was just an innocent bystander. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, and that's the way Fred wanted to portray her. Uh, he was deeply in love with her. But when she started uh, distancing herself from him, yeah, uh, rejecting him. That's why he killed himself. Huh. Um, the fact that he was able to kill himself disgusts me. He never should have had anything around him to allow him to do that. And especially after finding the bodies all under there, you know, the land. Hey. No. Just lay down. <laughs> I'm assuming you're talking to your dog. God, he wants to fuck with everything. Um, but no, I just actually just about half an hour ago, I finished the episode on Dennis Nielsen. Oh, really? Which was really interesting. Um, had any views? I go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go so, ahead. Oh, I'm just saying he had uh, interviews with. Um, the the guy who survived, um, you know, he tried to kill the guy, okay. uh, and uh, the, the guy ended up laying around in Nielsen's flat for three days unconscious, and then he started to revive, and for some reason, Nielsen took pity on him and, and helped him get better and, and let him go. Yeah. That's a lucky motherfucker, man. Yeah, oh, he's he, he really emotional about it. Because he remembers bits and pieces of Nielsen trying to kill him. Uh, I mean, I, I could see why I would fuck with him. Uh, but it's the same with the Fred and Rosemary West episode. They had an interview with a woman who survived them. Um, and the shit they did to her was fucked up. Uh, I'm sure. You know, when you go through something like that, part of you dies. I know that. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, you're you're fucked forever. 
Yeah. But uh, uh, it's it's fascinating. The Nielsen one actually had you know good interviews with uh, I guess one of the investigators, and he showed you know bits of bone that were found in Nielsen's first place. Uh, they they were so burned they could not be used to formally identify who they were. Uh, wow. But you can make out like one of them was part of a jawline, you know, missing the teeth. Because he was crushed the skulls after burning them, yeah. And uh, they also had the uh, the rope connected to the tie that uh, he used to strangle his last victim. Wow. I mean, it's 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 fascinating stuff, but you know, it's it's sad, definitely. You know, but it was interesting because Nielsen, when he was originally sentenced back in '83. The judge recommended he serve no less than 25 years, which, of course, would make it seem like he, he could be eligible for parole 25 years after that, which would have been, what, 2008? And uh, at the end of the episode, I love how they waited this long. They said that a judge reviewed the case and everything in 2006, and they formally told Nielsen he would never get out of prison. They would never get out uh, consider parole for him. Wow. Um, I don't know that he ever expected to get out. Well, I was going to ask you, how do you want to do that? Like, you know, we talked about doing, uh, you know, a show on serial killers, but, you know, like you said, we'd be talking for like 10 hours straight. Well, I guess... I mean, we could break it down to... You know, we could easily do a show on every one. We could do something like this, I guess, like you were saying. Uh, just piece together a show on this. Or yeah. Or something like that. Um, because I, I, I'll tell you, the thing about me is I can watch this stuff and look into it for a little while, and then I have to stop. Oh, yeah. Totally I just I have to. So I, I can't. You know, I'm not going to do, like, in-depth, you know, binge-watching, you know, stuff on serial killers <laughs> and reading. Uh, raging boner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just, like, uh, strangling myself while that movie Dahmer is playing. I'm just going nuts on myself. Oh. <laughs> uh. But yeah, we could do that, and we could, I mean, you know, there's movies about all these people, and, you know, what, you know, we could talk about, you know, the stuff that was influenced by, you know, say, uh, oh, shit, who's the fucking dude, uh, Ed Gein, you know, influenced a lot of you know, horror films. You know, yeah. uh, Psycho, uh, you know, Silence of the Lambs. Uh, you know, Texas Chainsaw Yeah. Yeah, three massively influential horror movies. And I'm sure, you know, much more than that, too, but... Um, yeah, I mean, you can go over, you know, how any of these have affected film or, or you know, films that have been, like, directly maybe based on that, like the Boston Strangler. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Tony Curtis. Yeah. Uh, which I actually would like to see that. That's another episode I watched on Albert DeSalvo. They all, these names, I recognize them. You know, I've read about them. I just I get them all confused. Um, Deranged? Have you heard of that movie? Yeah, yeah, I have it. It's part of a double bill with Motel Hell. Yeah, I was thinking about this, you know, directly based on Ed Gein. Yeah, I do need to check that one out. We could maybe, you know, watch that and, uh, you know, maybe one of the 50 fucking, you know, made-for-TV movies they made about him. Oh, man. I'd, I'd actually like to find more, you know, I guess from lack of a better term, more tasteful 
films based on some of these killers. Yeah. Uh, because some of this shit that they've been cranking out, uh, like Dahmer and Gacy yeah. that you and I watched years ago, which yeah. was actually kind of funny. Uh, I don't think those are very, they're not good at all. What did he say and, that, uh, that Matt always copied? Gacy said, saw something about, uh, Oh, my, my wiener's out. My wiener's out. Yeah. <laughs> I still say that. Oh, I I, I think about that all the time. <laughs> he's just sitting in there taking a piss at a urinal, and, like, he gypped somebody on some construction work. And this yeah. huge dude, like, busts in the bathroom and just, like, starts manhandling him. And hey. the guy who played hey. you, yeah. My wiener, though. Yeah, because Gacy's still holding it. Doesn't <laughs> uh, uh, help that the guy they got to play Gacy was completely pathetic. Yeah, who uh, was that guy? Was anybody in particular? I have no idea. Uh, you know, I, I preferred William Forsythe's portrayal of Gacy and uh, dear Mr. Gacy. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that one. Dude. Uh, I'd recommend it. He is... uh, Like like I stated before, they only go over two of his killings. Uh, Uh, Or rather, it's it's his last killing and and the uh, assault on that one guy who survived. Um... That's it. That's that's. They don't really dwell on that, but you know, hearing him talk to the, the kid who was uh, had that correspondence with him the last months of his life is yeah. disturbing. Because Casey was all about sex. But he wasn't yeah. getting it in prison, so he was like fantasizing about it all the time. And you know, just judging by his you know crimes, it's, his his view of sex was not. Normal. Was, yeah. Uh, so those are pretty, pretty, pretty uh, graphic. And Forsyth is so good at it because he, he's like getting into it, man. He's loving it. You know, <laughs> and it's really like just rubbing his crotch, you know, and shit like that. You gotta go, method. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just. I like his portrayal because he goes from being somebody, you know, you could kind of, you're kind of uneasy around him a little bit, but but he could charm you, you know, like Gacy was. Gacy was a charming guy, yeah. you know, but then he would just turn, on, you know, at any given second, which again was like Gacy. Now, the, the other guy who played him in that movie, Gacy, was just like, you know, some fat dude. Uh, and I think they even had scenes of him dressed up, at least in the clown makeup on the face when he was killing. Oh, really? Which doesn't... Uh, that was just sensationalism. Uh, I, just, uh, I, I just don't think Casey would have done that. My wiener. Yeah, he would have done that in a heartbeat. I, that's, it's sad that that's the best part of that movie. <laughs> Man, uh, Jeffrey Lewis passed away. Guy who played Roy Sullivan in the uh, Devil's Rejects. Jeffrey Lewis? God damn it. Like, he's Julian Lewis's father. Oh, shit, really? I didn't realize that. He, uh, yeah, dude. He was in, uh, he was the lead bad guy in High Plains Drifter. He was in several Clint Eastwood movies. Uh, he's been in a ton of stuff, man. Seventy nine. Oh. oh yeah, we got a ton oh. of stuff. Man, we've lost like we lost him, we lost James Best. Uh, oh like in like a week. No, this has just been in the last two days. Fucking Tom James Powell. Best died yesterday. Sam Freebird, who was the voice of uh several iconic Looney Tunes characters. Uh, he yeah. passed away. That sucks, man. Um, he was a double impact. Lawnmower man. 
Yeah, he was a double impact. Yeah, man, I that's I see he was also in this movie we're about to watch. He's he's was in he really? a little bit. Yeah. Oh man. Taking on cash. Well fuck, so we'll be watching this because of him and Robert Zadar. Uh, and you mentioned Tom Tolls. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Oh, God, that's a lot of people. Tell me, man, they're going to start dropping like flies pretty soon. He was in Night of the Comet. I didn't realize he was 79, but I guess I should have since he yeah. was in his 80s. He looks um, good for his I age. I didn't realize. Looks good for his age. Mm-hmm. Damn, man. Tons of TV work, too. Yeah, he's, he is the epitome of a great character actor. You may not always remember his name, but as soon as you see his face, you know him. Yeah. Um, oh, fuck. Oh, he's in Point of No Return. The uh, Bridget Fonda film. Oh, yeah. I believe it's... Shit, I'm on actually... Extreme action. Hold on, let me look here. Is that in this? Yeah, I got Point of No Return right here. I haven't watched it yet. Is that Bridget Fonda in that? Yeah. She looks good in that movie, too. Damn, this movie has a good um, cast. It's a good movie. Well, it's basically a remake down. of uh, Love and Nikita. Oh, okay. Well, that would explain why the poster art looks like it does. Um, yeah, she's yeah. married to Danny Elfman. Yeah. Married to Danny Elfman, it disappeared. Which- Oh, Elfman's still doing music. He just, uh, he's lost his touch. You know, none of his stuff. You know, like growing up, man, if you heard his, if you heard his music, you knew who it was. You knew it was yeah. his. And now you can't tell. Because um, I watched uh, Mars Attacks the other night uh, with my dad and my brother. And um, his... Uh, the movie does not hold up well, I don't think. Really? Uh, to me, it just doesn't. I, you know, I didn't like it when I first saw it. It wasn't what I was expecting. And then uh, I liked it more. It just, I see why critics crapped on it. and you know, But I see the enjoyability of it. It's just, it's not much to it except for, like, just set pieces. That's pretty much all yeah. it is. True, true. Um, but his music's—that's one of the best scores he did. Uh, yeah, I need to watch his that last great score. Yeah, yeah, check it out definitely. Uh, I'm going to watch it again. I'll watch it again later. I just—I I don't know. Um, you know, the CGI, of course, is a little bit wonky, but they were never meant to be realistic. You know, they were meant to be kind of cartoony anyway, so it fits. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I just think it's uh, the humor in it. It's, it's, I don't know. I just didn't like it as much as I had previously. Yeah. I may want to just keep my fond memories of it and not watch it again. Uh, maybe. Because. Um, I've got it on that with that Tim Burton collection. <clears throat> I'm wondering how it looks on Blu-ray. Yeah, I'll have to look at it. Yeah, I, I mean, who knows? That CGI may look that much worse, you know? Yeah, maybe. A lot well, of that you know, like stuff I... looks that way. Yeah, it's it's hard to get around how old that movie is, because this December it'll be 19. 
That shit makes you feel so, old. It does. Uh, it came out Friday the 13th. I think so. On, in December of 96. December 4th. Yeah, December 4th. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope just to fuck with me after Jurassic World comes out. They release it on Blu-ray and DVD on October 4th this year. That would that would be... There's no way that would happen. That would be too awesome. <laughs> we'll see. They, they released in a movie itself. Was it June 12th? Oh, uh, is that right? So it's going to be an early one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they want to get as much of the summer as possible, I think. I saw that, uh, oh, uh, shit, what's his name, uh, fucking, uh, Gomer Pyle from, uh, Full Metal Jacket, uh, uh, I can't think of his name right off, got a crazy name. Oh, damn it. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio or something Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's in there. Oh, okay. I, I didn't realize even... Well, yeah, all the trailers kept showing was uh, Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt just, like, bopping his shirt off. It's just a slow-mo, like, Matrix spin around bullet time and then bopping his shirt off. He's just watching that new big dinosaur ripping children to shreds, and he's just tweaking his nipples. You know, he's just like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like a radio dial. Just tuning himself. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, now, Terry, Terry Hatcher was like 20 years old in this movie. Wait, which one? I think I'm Cash. Oh. oh, okay, yeah, I keep forgetting she's in this. Young as hell. I watched uh, Seven Days in the Valley not too long ago, and she still looked good in that movie. Hmm. I don't think I... I know I haven't seen that one. That's a good one. Um, Danny Aiello is in there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw him recently in the uh, professional... Oh, yeah, yeah. Was that your first time to watch that? No, no, no. I'd, I'd seen it years ago. But it's a damn good movie, though. It holds up pretty well. It really does. Um, <laughs> you know what else holds up really well? It's, uh, it's Deep Blue Sea. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I, I, I watched that the other night. Cause it's on Netflix now. Oh, man. Oh, man. God. That, I just... <laughs> I think my brother was like, what the fuck, you know? Because it, it defies everything. The movie is like physics, anything, nothing like that matters at all. You know, they say that giant shark is 45 feet. That giant shark <laughs> is nowhere near 45 feet. It's yeah. like maybe 25, maybe. Um, you know, LL Cool J... You know, and you could tell they really, really wanted to get Ice Cube in there. Uh, but they couldn't. So they put LL Cool Dude. J, which I guess is like Ice Cube White. Let me tell you something. Do yourself a favor and look up the music video for that movie. The LL Cool J song is called Yeah, My Hat and like Shark Spin. That's that's what my brother and I would not stop talking about. Oh my god, uh, dude. That is it's so a terrible bad. fucking song. Terrible. Dude. I didn't see the video, but yeah, it's, it plays over the end credits. Oh, yeah, I figured. Uh, it's just pretty god awful. What does that even mean? I had I, like I, a chart. It's. I don't know, man. I, I can't even. 
I can't even begin to describe what the fuck that means because it's like somebody was like, okay, just rap about sharks. And they gave him, like, five minutes to make a rap song about sharks. Yeah. And they, like, had guns at his face. Like, they were going to blow him away if he didn't do it. So he started singing about how his hat was like a shark's fin. Yeah. It definitely didn't have a whole lot of time to write it. (laughs) No. No, man. It's... God, it's it's but it's a perfect. It's like if somebody made you a cake made out of shit, like little shit. Okay, they yeah. made this in front of you. You had to watch them make it, and they do it with such love and care. It yeah. looks good, it does, but you know it's shit. <laughs> and then they pop a squat over it and just spray diarrhea all over it for the icing. That's what that song is like. It's uh. Because the movie, man, like the end, I don't give a shit about spoilers for this fucking thing. At the end, they're trying to kill this big shark. And it's just uh, Thomas Jane, LL Cool J, and some chick left. Yeah. And the the shark attacks LL Cool J. And you're like, okay, the black dude's got to die. It's just a white dude and a white girl. They can't kill the girl, so they're going to kill LL Cool J. The shark rips into him. This thing has massive four to five inch long teeth and it's like yeah. chomping three or four times into his leg and his torso yeah. and he lets him go. He fucking survives that. There's no way he could have survived that. The woman, she jumps in the water for no reason to distract the shark from Thomas Jane. The shark rips her in half and eats both halves. It turns into a cartoon first though. Uh, just like it did to Sam Jackson. Yeah. So it looks like a Mr. Bill character being ripped apart underwater. Mm-hmm. Um, it's snake on this uh, motherfucking plane. Oh, wait. I mean, hey. shark. Yeah, it's... Uh, Sam Jackson's speech and death are, are great. Right uh, before he gets eaten. Like, I think that... Yeah. That actually did surprise me when he got eaten right there. And he, again, he turns into a cartoon character. Yeah. It looks like shit. It looks like complete shit. Um, I, uh, the movie somewhat reminds me of Jurassic Park in a way. You know, they're yeah. fucking with animals that they shouldn't be. A storm comes in, fucks up everything, so the animals get loose and start eating the people. And Sam Jackson gets fucking killed in both. There's probably a quote on the box that says, like, Jurassic Park in the water or some shit. Probably. Oh. I can't remember what year that one came out. Oh. Probably like 99 or something. God, who was that? Was that fucking, uh, the guy that did Die Hard 2? The, uh... That's really Harlan, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which is... Dude, he... He fell hard. Uh, He's been on a steady decline since he was even, you know, popular. You know, I understand The Adventures of Ford Fairlane is very much a guilty pleasure of mine, but the movie is made well. You know, it is. I think it's made just fine. And then you did Die Hard 2, which is a great sequel. And then he's just like, well... Fuck yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. Well, he did, what, Nightmare oh. on Elm Street uh, 3 or 4? Maybe 3. Uh, I'm not sure you would know that. Uh, but right after that is when he did Die Hard 2, which I think is a great movie. It's a great sequel. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I think Die Hard 1, 2, and 3 are all great. Like, you can watch those back-to-back, and they're... I mean, damn, they're flawless, in my opinion. Man, I actually went by Best Buy today. They still have those discs on sale for seven ninety nine. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, but the Die Hard movies, it's the first four on DVD for eight bucks. And uh, I almost picked it up, but I I really don't want that fourth one. I really don't want that anywhere near me. The fourth one, uh, I don't think it's that bad. I thought the fourth one was okay. I just, Die Hard is something that I'm just going to keep 
in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s, mid 90s. Uh, oh no! Oh no! You got to you got to bring it in a 2015. Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll do that with everything. Uh, so I'll oh, watch King with a Crystal Skull. Well, you know they're bringing back fucking Coach. They're bringing back fucking Full House. They're bringing back uh, uh, Twin Peaks. Uh, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Uh, are you serious about Full House? Absolutely. Oh my they're god! Not, I have not, not even only, heard that. They're bringing Full House back, but they're also giving uh, DJ and Kimmy Gibbler their own show, their own separate show on Netflix. Dude. I'm completely serious. Um, Coach, uh, <sighs> fucking X Files, like they're rebooting like our teen years, you know. Uh, you know, I I heard that they uh, are considering making a spinoff of Married with Children with uh, Senator Rob Bud. Dude, I'm gonna tell you, this shit is gonna fall, and when it falls, it's gonna fall hard. I mean, this shit may succeed a little bit with the fucking, uh, I don't know what, they've done a few things. Like, they brought back uh, Arrested Development, which was okay. And they, uh, yeah, they brought back a few little things, but they're trying to bring back every damn thing. Yeah, they did Girl Meets World. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Um, People seem to like that shit. Well, it can't be any worse than a fucking Big Bang Theory. Which is one of the worst things I've ever seen. I just say Fred Savage is a pedophile, so I'm not going to watch that shit. <laughs> I hope the Full House thing uh, has. It, it's all about them dealing with the fallout after finding out that Uncle Jesse, not Uncle Jesse, but the other one, Dave Coulier, or whatever his name was, yeah. was just like. You know, doing horrible things to these kids in the basement where he where he lived. <laughs> doing his fucking. And it's just, just like, yeah, he's doing that, just terrorizing them. You know, and it's a really dark show, like a serious show dealing with that kind of fallout. <laughs> like you talk about some shit that doesn't hold up now. It's shit like that. Like we are completely different sensibilities than we were then. Like. People are fucking snarky, and they're dark, and they don't want... Like, there is no feel-good comedy like that anymore. It doesn't exist. It's not only that, but it's too politically correct now. So, you know, I finally read that article talking about how married with children would not work today. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Which made sense. Yeah, Because uh, that's one of the reasons I love the show is the fact that Al is relentless against fat people. It's funny. Oh, it's really <laughs> funny, man. He's racist. It's sexist. You know, he, he hates damn near everybody. And it's funny. I mean, people weren't so fucking easily offended, you know? It's like people are just sitting there waiting to be offended now. They're like, oh, yeah. shit. Oh, shit. You said something about that, something or other that I hold really close to my heart. It's that... that a quest for the next great outrage. That's yeah. the problem with today's Fucking society. Internet well, the internet society, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, uh, like, now you couldn't have Archie Bunker. Fuck uh, no. And that's, that's a shame, man. You know, Absolutely like, not. It's... Uh, back to Married with Children, I... You know, I was... I watch it all the time, but there's one episode... In the last season, this one been '97, uh, called "Crimes Against Obesity," <clears throat> which is uh, it's Al's birthday, and he's got all these food coupons. He's going to go to work, and he's going to use these coupons to get all this free food and eat all by himself. He wants nobody else there. Uh, yeah, and then all the fat women throughout the series come in ah. to hold a trial in his in his uh, in the shoe store. Yeah, uh, and they tie him up, and and you know it's it's fucking hilarious because every time he makes fun of them, they tear up his food coupons. And the ringleader, though, which I thought was neat, is 
the very first woman he made fun of on the very first episode of the show back in 87. Wow. Uh, they actually got her back for that. Um, but it's it's one of the funniest episodes. Uh, but he's, he's awful. I mean, he's just awful against all of them. Yeah. You know, and they had that episode, it's a two-pointer, where the woman tries to breastfeed in the store, and Alan Griff won't have that. So, of course, Marcy yeah. comes in and has all I'm these sure. women sitting there breastfeeding. So yeah. Alan Griff have no ma'am full of all these obese dudes pulling their shirts off and dancing around these women trying to breastfeed. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 it's retarded, but it's funny. I enjoy it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, people are, are, it's the PC world today is, it's unbelievable. Uh, it's on, you know, it's, people have to watch everything they say. Uh, yeah. I don't think we should, we should have to be like that. Um, I, agree. I think it's damaging. I think it damages, you know, us in our ability to communicate. We have to watch every fucking thing we say. I don't go far around being offensive and being an asshole to people. That's not cool anyway, but... Right. Goddamn, I mean, it's like too far the other way. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying it definitely damages, like, your, like, comedic ability, you know? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I mean, half the shit that comes out of my mouth, or probably 90% of the shit that comes out of my mouth is, like, sarcastic and not meant to be taken seriously, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I really have to guard my words when I talk to somebody who doesn't know me very well. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, but anyway. As far as all that goes, uh, um, so far, uh, John Stamos and uh, Bob Saget are on board for that deal. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the Olsen twins can't be doing anything. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. You know what this means? And this is something I really, really want to see. I want to see Family Matters with nothing but Steve and Carl. That's it. Just the two of them. Dude, I no. guarantee you somebody's tossing that idea around as we speak. Like, somebody's yeah. got that ready to fucking green light tomorrow. Dude, I'd imagine Jaleel White will be up for it. I don't know about uh, Reginald Val Johnson. He may be. You know, if he is, I would love that because I want to see an edgier <laughs> show about them, about... Carl, like, Steve will not stop turning Carl into, like, monsters and shit, or whatever the fuck he does. And Carl just has enough of him. He, he's, oh, whatever. I, I just think that'd be funny. Jaleel, Jaleel White retires from the NBA, and he stops slam dunking basketballs to put on his, like, nine-foot pair of khakis. Dude, he's, like, 45, still acting like he's 15. And you talk about shit that won't work right now. It's that. That comedy right there is what won't work right now. Because, I mean, I mean, look at look at, look at successful comedies right now. I mean, they're dark as shit. Yeah. Or, or you go into Big Bang Theory, which is just well, the most that's... diluted and un, unintelligent thing I've ever seen. You, you know, you I'm going to keep ripping on it. I fucking hate that show. That's the, that's the target audience. You're right. That right there is who would watch that shit. And you're right. It, it, it may have a an audience out there. I don't know. I, yeah. I definitely wouldn't want to see it. I don't want to see any of that shit, man. It, it really just depends on how they do it. Uh, because some of it as much as I would love to see Mary Wachunga come back, yeah. almost don't, you know. Um, you know, I, I hate how Fox ended the show. I think they're pieces of shit for that, but it's been too long, man. man that show's yeah. been over 18 years. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, it ended in 97. And, I mean, that's that's... Two decades, and you'll be there. That's, God damn, man. 
I mean, think about it. Kids born when that show ended are graduating high school. So, that's true. I, I don't know. Yeah, all the, all the sensibilities are changing completely. Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like, you know, an old man is like these fucking kids holidays, but Jesus, I mean, I, that's a reason I don't uh, pay attention to much pop culture nowadays. Yeah, I, my, my hand is not on the pulse, man. I, I guess I don't. I don't have a very good voice as far as, you know, what's popular, what would work, because I'm so out of touch. But, I mean, I, you know, yeah. I watch new shit. I watch a lot of new comedy. I watch quite a bit of new, you know, new. It's not really the, a sitcom anymore, but it's what the sitcom turned into, like, you know, Always Sunny and, you know, Workaholics and shit like that, you know, on Comedy Central. I like a lot of that stuff. I like that kind of humor because, honestly, man, we talk about the PC stuff. It's always sunny. It's I love the show because it attacks the hell out of that. Yeah, that is true. so on PC. So if something like, like again, I, I keep harping on it, but maybe children comes out, it would have to be like that. It would have to be edgier. Yeah. Um, instead of going that cartoony way that it did. Uh, but yeah, it's like there's such a divide with comedy. It's either intelligent and dark, or really light but stupid. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you can I make it intelligent really, light comedy. Hmm? I, I can't really think of any. You know, I'm a big sitcom fan, and I can't really think of any sitcoms like that actually follow that that you know formulaic style, you know, you know, you got three sets, you know, and you just travel throughout those three sets the whole time. Uh, yeah. With the same, you know, reoccurring cast. and uh, I can't really think of, I mean, I guess Sonny will be the closest thing to it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, the format just had to change to survive. That's, that's fine. Yeah, I think it got overflowed. Like when Friends got really popular, like everything was oh, trying God. to be Friends, and you know everything was trying to be Seinfeld, and you know you can't create lightning in a bottle twice. Uh, see, that's that's one thing, and I kind of wish I, I'm, I'm just gonna make this a Gilmore with Children thing, man. I can't help it. Uh, <laughs> there's an episode I think in the last season where it's all about them making fun of Friends. Yeah, that's all it is. Like, <laughs> oh, they made fun of all kinds of shit, man. They made fun of, uh, oh, uh, the fucking medicine, uh, uh, Dr. Quinn, medicine woman, uh, yeah. wings. They made fun of wings all the time. The Golden Girls. I mean, it's, uh, but see, this, though, was different in that Kelly met somebody and then it veers off to them. It's not even really about the Bundys, it's about him. And his roommates, and they're all whores, all of them. And it's just like friends, except they're all fucking each other and all whores. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, see, that's the format that I think it could have survived in. It was really bitter. You know, it, I mean, they were pretty bad, uh, you know, making fun of friends. Um, but that's the shit people wanted to see. Uh, that is true. That's why Mabel Children died. Um, but, yeah, I, I just, I, I gave up on, on a lot of that stuff in the 90s, the later 90s. I'm just, uh, I'm looking here at, at some popular sitcoms. Uh, Parks and Recreation I did really like, and that show just ended. Just <laughs> Community, I've never really cared for Community. I don't watch that. That got canceled on NBC. Now it's on uh, Yahoo. So there is new episodes on Yahoo. Um, uh, I mean, there's, there's some on, but I don't watch them. I mean, Trailer Park Boys, can you consider that a fucking sitcom? I guess so. I mean, it is a situational comedy, so yeah. Okay, well, I like that show. 
Oh, the Goldbergs. That's one I really like. I don't know if you've ever seen that. No, I've I've heard of it though. It's a it's a great you know considering when we grew up. You know, it takes place in the the eighties. Oh, okay. But I think you'd like it. It's probably the the most uh, common or, or the you know the most similar to the old formulaic style. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the League, I guess The League would be a sitcom. I like that. Yeah, I did too. Um, trying to think of stuff that's still on. Uh, the uh, Modern Family, I guess that's, yeah, I, that's what... The Modern Family, uh, and all that, all that type of shit. I guarantee you, man, you're about to see, like, a Wings fucking reunion, you know, on, like, fucking Amazon Prime or some shit, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, you know. And the thing is, uh, you know, we were kids, they were doing stuff like that. Not not usually reviving an entire show, yeah. but they'd have, like, the Beverly Hillbillies reunion, you know, stuff yeah. like that. The oh, that was, like, still around. there was a bunch of uh, Gilligan's Island reunions. Oh, yeah. I liked all of those. I was a big fan of Gilligan's Island. Um, I think they did the same thing for the Monsters. Well, they actually tried to revive the Monsters uh, a few years ago. I didn't do well. Um, but I guarantee you, if this, if this stuff is successful, you're going to see... I mean, you're going to see a fucking uh, night court... No, they're gonna do it at night. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me at all. It it would be funny to see TV go right back to where it was. You know, like say the early '90s, or late at night, you'd have infomercials on nearly everything, and then bam, there's Night Court on at like yeah. one in the morning. Uh, you know, just all this stuff is in syndication. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love my court. But, yeah, I was going to tell you on the last episode, I forgot to uh, to mention it, but have you ever heard of the show called The Jinx? It's on HBO. It, it, no. it just ended recently. It follows uh, Robert Durst. I don't know if you're familiar with that name. No. Um, it's, I'm surprised you haven't heard about it in the news, but basically because of this show, he's... Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw something, uh, I listened to something on, like, uh, MPB about about that show. Yeah. Uh, a guy who murdered, like, his neighbor or something. Oh, yeah, all, all kinds of stuff. Like, murdered his neighbor in Louisiana. I mean, well, not just murdered him, like, chopped him up, like, into a torso, two arms, two legs, and a head. They never found his head, but... They found all the other body parts that washed up in the, uh, the Gulf of Mexico and uh, Galveston, Texas. Damn. But uh, not only did all that, but got off. Yeah. Got off for yeah, it. Found not, found not guilty for murder. When he admitted to cut, you know, cutting the dude up. Well, I mean, that's a judicial system at work. That's no, good that's stuff. That's what happens when you pay your, your lawyers about $30 million total. You know? Oh, dude. I mean, I guarantee you, even if the entire court just happened to be there seeing this dude kill this guy and cut him up, they would still do a trial to prove, you know, that, that he did it, even though they all saw it. Yeah. And uh, there would still be people abstaining or, or saying, that, well, I'm just not quite sure. I believe what I yeah. saw or some shit or, you know, it just gives a guy like uh, a Lincoln or some shit and he's like, oh, okay, well, I didn't see that. It, well, it's, it's, a, it's a joke at times. It yeah. Really is. Well, the argument was not that, that he did the murder, was that it was self-defense. And, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I can kind of see that, but, I mean, you know, why are you going to go through the trouble of Packing the body up and trying to hide it if it's self defense. But uh, exactly. Anyway, 
I don't want to spoil the whole the whole show or anything, even though it's like shit that really happened and you know it's out there. But you know, anyway, he pretty much outs himself in the last episode, you know, on accident. But really good show, um, really good uh, documentary. I think it's six six parts. They're about uh, 35, 45 minutes long. Every one of them. Okay. You would really enjoy it. Wow. Oh, I'm sure I would. I like that true crime stuff. See, when I watched it, I didn't, like, I wasn't familiar with it at all. For some reason, I just, I hadn't even heard about, it, you know, the crimes at all. So, you know, I kind of tried to avoid any kind of spoilers, so it was all new to me. Yeah, I hadn't heard anything about it until I saw or listened to that thing on, on the radio. That's all I know about it. <laughs> One thing I wanted to mention, and this is like in the first episode, I tell you this. He, uh, like, when all that shit went down in Galveston, he was he was living as a woman. They yeah. Thought this, they thought it, that a woman was renting that apartment. A mute woman. So, he was basically in hiding because of another murder that happened, you know, previously in uh, New York, I think. Wow. That's why he was in Galveston in the first place. How many people do they think he killed? Uh, at least three. Wow. I think they're speculating on, on a lot more. Like some, some teens that disappeared in like the 70s. All self-defense, all right. <laughs> Look, I fucked him in the ass and chopped him up, but that was self-defense. Oh, wait. I chopped him away. Hold on. I raped him, then I murdered him. Wait, no, that's not right. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have the outtakes of the show, of the <laughs> special edition DVD. That would be funny. Gosh, All right, Robert, take this seriously. Take it seriously. But uh, yeah, I mean they they basically ah shit. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it for you. Anyway, check it out. I'll do that. So it's a good show. 